0: What's going on, dude? This is Single Stitch, Arizona, right?
1: Yes, sir. And yes, how many sir.
0: people are a part of that?
1: Um, So officially three. Um, one of our buddies just moved to California. He was our roommate. We all we all live here, well, we all used to live here in a townhouse together, but he, he moved out to California pretty recently. So now uh, me and Cody still live in Flagstaff, Arizona, two hours north of Phoenix, for those of you who don't know. And then our other buddy lives out in Ventura and now out in California.
0: Oh damn, yeah. Cuz I was like I always thought it was one person doing the account. But then there's like I noticed there's a couple. Yeah. And...
1: So, so if you if you DM us, um there's a good chance you'll be talking to me, Jacob, but uh, there's uh, also Cody and Jake who Uh Cody will Cody will hop on and then Jake Jake's a little bit more absent right now. He's just trying to find a job out there right now there. But uh, yeah, all three of us kind of pick and we kind of all just like, it eases the workload off anyone. Like if someone has to like take care of real stuff in real life, then the other two kind of pick up the slack, keep posting pictures, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I've always
0: wondered with people who have like, there's like multiple people in one thing, you know, I've always wondered, how do you guys split that up with like profits and stuff? Do you keep like a spreadsheet Um, of like each item that you, that you source on your own that you get the profit or do you split it up equally?
1: yeah so so at the moment we kind of like it's kind of just like we know whose stuff is what when we go to events like we keep track like we'll just write down the item and then put an initial next to it if we don't remember we split it um but in terms of like the the main like thing is like the workload is split and then any like a cost for the business like let's say like we want to go to an event we all split it three ways um like when we used to do pop-ups at our, at our local university NAU, like if we needed like hangers or like laundry detergent to wash stuff like the night before, then we would, uh, then we would uh, all split that cost as well. So it just, it just eases the workload a little bit. We all kind of had the same idea at the same time. We were like, you know, there's not like really anyone who sells vintage clothes or sources it in Flagstaff. So we're like, why don't we like give it a shot? And then we, uh, we got kind of popular through our uh, university sales, like we would sell on campus once a week, and those would go really well. But then uh, when COVID hit, our bins shut down permanently, and we kind of had to all switch to online sourcing. So our whole like Damn. demographic kind of switched from where we were like, we were like a good place where you could get like a tea, like five to 25 bucks. And then of course, now that you're like all online shopping, it's like, it's hard to find it's like you're not looking for five dollar tees online you know what i mean
0: yeah dude same thing happened with me my bins that i was hitting shut down like Mm -hmm. permanently but luckily i got another one like the opposite direction north instead of south
1: yeah yeah and i thought about that oftentimes you would talk about like your two-hour drive there and i'm like like, it's only a two-hour drive to the phoenix one but the problem is you go down the mountain so like it's like a tank and gas and a half um, just to like go to the bins. So it's like, okay, I have to spend like 60 bucks on gas in one day. So it just doesn't make it very practical. So we've been trying to make it work, but so far not our, uh, our bins. So our one in Flagstaff, it's like about eight tables long. Um, the ceilings are about 25, maybe 30 feet high. And if you go look through the glass, it was literally just mountains of clothes all the way to the ceiling, all the donations. And they were just like, weren't letting anyone in, weren't letting anyone to mm-hmm. pick and then, They're just kind of shipping it off to all the other locations. So do you guys have a uh, store? uh, Like
0: a do you have a storefront, like a physical location?
1: Uh no, no. We all we do all online right now. Um rent rent here is kind of high. We're trying to kind of figure out a potential for a store, just because I know like with the university, we could like definitely move some stuff. It's just more of the supply aspect at this point without having like a bins. And not being very close to any like real big sellers like phoenix has a lot of sellers but it's a lot to ask to you know have them come up two hours so either i would have to be making some trips to source or something else like that
0: you guys ever thought of getting all three of you guys to like carpool go to the bins get an airbnb stay at night hit it the next day and then try back
1: yeah uh at the moment it's a little tough because i'm still in college uh-huh. um yeah, so, like, just class-wise and uh, just holding jobs. Everyone else has a job. But now Jake lives in California, and he's he's about 15 minutes from a bins. So, hopefully he kind of, like, starts uh, starts picking again. I know he's trying to, like, kind of, like, figure out his job situation, but hopefully he'll get to sourcing soon. And then uh, Cody and I aren't really sure what's going to happen after this year because I graduate, and then he wants to either move to, like, San Diego or Phoenix. So, maybe we'll just have some people in like different locations, all sourcing and then we can work something out. But yeah. Yeah, dude.
0: How'd you guys meet? Were you guys Um, roommates first and then you started doing this or did you guys get together by doing vintage?
1: So, so we're all Flagstaff locals. We've all, we all grew up here pretty much. Um, but when I was coming out of my sophomore year of high school, I was kind of like looking for somewhere to live, like some people, um, And I was, I work at a pizza place called Fratelli Pizza. I've been there for like four years now, but, uh, Jake worked there as well. And he was like, Hey, like, cause he was like graduate or he was like moving out on his own too. And he was like, Hey, I'm looking for roommates. If you want to like room up, I was like, yeah, for sure. And like, while, and while we were kind of like talking about that, we kind of found like similar interests in like vintage and like fashion, like sneakers, streetwear, all that kind of stuff. And we kind of found that common interest. And then, um, we just kind of like started talking about it, and him and I just started hitting our like savers every Monday for half off day, and we just kind of like started deep like in s- it
0: yet, like deep huh? in the vintage. You guys weren't deep into it yet at that point. Not like dabbling.
1: Oh, like reselling, like not yeah. at all. Like my mom was an eBay reseller. His mom was an eBay reseller. So we were both like around it like a lot, but it was never like it was never like I was going there looking for someone else. You know what I mean? But then once once we kind of started talking, we were like. Yo, like let's make this happen like it doesn't seem like that big of a cost and i was like i'm i'm a visual communication graphic design major so i was like yo i'll like make us a logo like like what do you want to call it and we were just like i don't know because like the only thing we would do at our savers because for the most part it's pretty dry sometimes if we didn't have time we would just like run through like the t-shirt rack and we would just look at the sleeve like we wouldn't even like flip through them if we didn't have time and we would just look for a single stitch. So we were like, let's just call it single stitch. And that wasn't available <laughs> on Instagram. All so we're right. like single stitch dot AZ. That's clean. We're like, All right, let's roll with it. So long story short, me and Jake kind of get into it. We're cruising our savers. And then we move over to this side of town. It's really close to the bins. We start going to the bins and then we're starting to bring home trash bags full of clothes and like piling them all up in our house, like, like neck high in our our third roommate, Cody, the third person. Now he like started like looking at him. He was like, "What the hell are you guys doing? Like, why do you have all these clothes?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and, then and then we kind of like jumped in. Yeah, and we kind of started telling him, "If you go to our YouTube channel, we did this. Uh, we did this like introduction video where we did a uh, we did a hot ones, and we kind of like introduced ourselves and like answered some questions and that kind of thing." And Cody kind of shows his uh his experience at that moment. He uh <laughs> he says some funny stuff that are that's uh. <laughs> Question. <laughs> yeah well he we were asking a question and it, it's a really it's kind of like his famous quote at, at the moment like a lot of people come up to him and and say it now at events but uh i think one of the questions was uh what t-shirt do you want to find the most like in the bins or something and he said um quote i don't know what it's called but i want to find a nirvana heart heart T box shape or something oh, like that no,
0: Like dude. just
1: totally butchers it and then he like tries saying it twice more and he just like butchers it again and it's just like it's kind of like a this he didn't know what he wanted like he didn't know what he was saying he didn't like know the t so mm-hmm. it's just he just knew that that's one that people wanted to find yeah. so that's what he said
0: <laughs> dude when's the last but,
1: time you saw someone
0: that's found one of those a heart-shaped box
1: i, I mean i've mean, seen one seen in more, a minute I see more people talking about buying the fakes than anything. The big um,
0: bootleg Cobains and shit.
1: There's a guy here in here in Arizona. Um, his name's Az Vintage. He's a collector. Yep. And he has quite a few. I think he has he has three of the normal ones, like the all over prints. Then he has the Canadian reverse one, where it's like mm-hmm. where it's like black with just the heart. So he's probably the only person I know. We had one vintage store here that had one they were selling it for like two grand, um, for a large
0: Damn.
1: But in terms of finding one, I haven't, I haven't seen much these days,
0: Damn especially
1: dude. like not being bins anymore.
0: So I was uh, peeping your page and I remember seeing a while back that NASCAR haul.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That,
0: dude, that was fucking nuts. 43.
1: Pieces. Um, yeah. So, so I, I just sourced like, everywhere of course online now like deep dark web craigslist yeah. offer up like like collector like i'm a part of like some like obscure collector pages like i'm a part of like militaria collectors i'm a part of like coca cola and pepsi collectors like everything where i can find anything
0: there's like facebook groups or something
1: yeah facebook groups yeah and so i found this one where i'm in a nascar collector group basically a little game for everyone but uh I'm in a NASCAR collector group and I put out a post about like looking for t-shirts and some guy basically starts just he just like messaged me and he was like hey I have a couple shirts and he sends me a picture of some stacks and he sends me pictures of two of them and one of them was the cars promo yep. it was the one with Mater and Lightning McQueen and the other one I forget what the other one was but Brown they were they, they were both good ones that I would like to buy like mm-hmm. and he wasn't asking much so, I was like, I was like, oh, are those stacks full of them? He was like, yeah. And I was like, could I see more pictures? And then he replies, Could I get some money?
0: <laughs> I was <laughs> like, up paying for them?
1: Um, I paid. So originally, I bought, I think I bought thirty something tees off him originally at eight bucks a piece. Yeah. So it it was it was good pricing, but there was nothing crazy. But as I left, I kind of checked our messages because he lived two hours away from me, evidently. Like, I just ended up, like, when we were messaging, he was like, Yeah, I would ship you a random 10 for this much flat. I was like, How much would you charge just to ship them all? He was like, Oh, I don't want to ship them all because you wouldn't know the condition. I was like, I was like, Oh, okay. He was like, That's the cheapest option to ship out of Arizona. And I was like, Oh, shit, you're in Arizona. I was like, Where are you? And he was like, Oh, I'm in blah, blah, blah. I was like, Oh, like any chance I could just drive out there, it was like two hours away.
0: Wouldn't it have been like nine bucks? I ship some massive shit like like in my state and it's like nine bucks max.
1: Yeah, he was he was like trying to like stuff them in like large like priority mails or Uh something. And I like and I like didn't know like it was like tough trying to like tell him like how to ship. Like he just wasn't having it. So basically I I thought about it. I was like okay either I get him to ship me like the 40 something shirts for like 80 bucks or I just make a day out of it and I drive out there. And so I drove out there and after I bought the original like 30 something for eight bucks a piece, I like went back on our conversation and I was like looking at some of them and I was like some of the cooler collab ones were missing. Not that, like, so I looked through the pile and I paid him for his stuff, but I was like, hey, did, did these ones like just go missing? Did you decide not to sell them, blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, I don't wanna sell those unless you buy the die cast cars with them. I was like, well, how much are the die cast cars? He was like, 150 each i'm like oh jesus (laughs) i was like i was like okay well what if i just give you double per shirt for those ones because those were the good ones yeah and he was like that works for me so i went back and i got the final 10 and that that ended up being like the really good ones that ended up being the uh robots the movie um the kyle bush johnny bravo a bunch of the snap crackle pop rice crispy terry lebont's and all that stuff so I ended up paying a little more but like in the end I think it all averaged out to like 10 bucks a piece.
0: So Yeah, what was the most profitable tea out of that lot?
1: So, I'm currently holding on to a lot of them for an event I have in January, but I sold I sold one of the SpongeBob's for 125. Jeez. Um I sold I've only sold two of them so far. So I sold the cuz I'm not like really trying to move them mm-hmm. like heavy right now. I just kind of posted them. And if people wanted to see some, I'd send them. But I'd be like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not, like, listing them anywhere yet or anything. I'm just going to keep them for the event for now. But, uh, yeah, the SpongeBob 125, that was an XL. And then uh, the Cars promo 75.
0: That's a, that's a good one. And then, then I've gotten
1: some decent on, offers on the Johnny Bravo, but it's a mullet, so some people devalue that. I don't mind it, but.
0: hey, I also saw the Tyson yeah. promos. Was that also a Facebook thing? Mm-hmm. Damn. Tell us the story. Yeah, that.
1: Facebook. Okay.
0: Let's hear that.
1: What's going on? Bro, that? I I need a I need a... um just nothing really. Like I I kind of missed out because the order the order got like halted because of like COVID. Like it, it came in slower than I expected. I got the fights or the the tease, like the day before the fight. Oh. And I wanted to try and get them like five days before the fight, so I could try and move them quickly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I got them for a good price. I mean, I, I think Tyson T's are gonna hold their value, and maybe Absolutely. I'll just probably hold on to a couple of them for his next fight, whenever that may be. So yeah, dude, that's fucking
0: crazy. There was another one I was yeah. looking at, dude. I'm trying to find which one it was. You've been you having some pretty good stuff. Oh, it's also the virtual fleet. How'd that go? Like, what was your experience oh. with that?
1: Um. So so we were actually on the very first virtual flea we were on virtual flea one so that was kind of like a proving ground we were we were very confused like we did not know what was going to happen and mind you we had never like really been killing it online Mm -hmm. like we'd started kind of curating but like all of my best bin finds we had an event coming up down in phoenix and we're like the only page out of flagstaff like minus like maybe one other but uh So all of my best bin finds, anything over like 40 bucks in value, I was just putting in a bin on the side and I was doing that for probably about five months. And then right as that event was about to happen, COVID happened and shut that event down. Mm -hmm. So then I wasn't able to like bring out all these teas. So then out of nowhere, I was like, well, shoot, I got like 200 something like really nice teas, like all over 40 bucks. I was like, I guess like, I'll just start posting them. But then we got on the virtual flea so i had like 240 plus tees that i'd been stocking up for five months and the virtual flea and it kind of all just like hit at once and it was probably my best like online day to that to that moment um i, I forget how much we made but the first virtual flea was cool and now of course it's like evolved into something else we're like mm-hmm. geez you can get on open live auctions probably like 24 7 if you really wanted to like you could probably auction something off with someone at any point in the day
0: yeah when what was the biggest item on that
1: in like mine that i sold yeah Ooh. so i would say so some of the stuff that we sold there was kind of before the disney hype Mm -hmm. like before like the massive spike but i had the mr potato head kiss my spud and I think I sold it for a hundred bucks. So that hurts to think about, but nowadays it's not that bad. Um, I think I had like a pretty basic, like Tupac cronies tee. I think I sold that for like two fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, My buddy Cody had like a double XL um, wizard of Oz tee, like Stanley DeSantis. Um, it had the good witch and Dorothy on it. He sold that for two fifty. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a sick one. Like I'd never seen it in double XL. And it's kind of sad because um, that was his very last bin pull. Wow. We, were, we were in the bins, and he pulled it off the top of, like, a pile. And then as soon as he, like, pulled it off, the workers all started coming up to us. They are like, hey, you guys have to leave. we were like, what? And they are like, yeah, we're, we're closing for the day. And then sure enough, that was the very last day in the bins.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, that's crazy. Do you think yeah. they'll uh, open back up again?
1: so i've talked with i've talked with some of the people that work there still because now our bins the location still exists but the tables are gone and it's currently just a donation center um so like i said like the whole wall like eight tables long about 30 feet high it's just mountains of clothes mountains of donations and from what one of the guys has been telling me is that semi trucks show up every week and they just start loading the shit up with the donations. And he says by the time that wall is clear, he's either they close down or they figure out what they're going to do. So the way I see it, I think there's like three options at the moment. is One, it stays a donation center. Two, they don't release the building. And then there's just no more donation center and everything goes over to the retail mm-hmm. store on the other side. Or uh, three, that location, our old bins location, will become the retail location. And either they shut the other side down or the other side becomes the bins. I'm praying that it becomes the bins again because that, like, opens up a whole new game because, like, of course, we already knew how to, like, be in the bins. Like, we were there, like, all the time. Yeah. And then now we've learned how to, like, kind of, like, online source and kind of snipe and, like, find, like, the big value pieces. So, now, if we can put the two together at the same time, like, it would be really beneficial for us, of course. <laughs> do, you,
0: do you got any tips for online sniping? Or do you not want to drop them? Um, I mean, that's fine if you don't
1: always ask. I mean, I would say, yeah, I think if you're, if you're searching what everyone else is searching for, you're not going to find anything. Mm -hmm. If you're like, if you're like online and you're like searching, like Nike, Michael Jordan, all over print, (laughs) like, unless, unless it's been like posted in like the last like hour and you're the first person to see it, there's a good chance that other people have already searched for that that day and taken any good deals. So
0: yeah, you gotta or or they get in like a bidding war. Like you yeah. you buy something for like forty bucks. That's like a two hundred plus t, and then mm-hmm. they cancel on you and say this guy offered me a hundred or something. Then it's fucking yeah, gets out of hand.
1: I would say uh yeah, ask. Like you're never gonna like figure it out if you don't ask. I would stop searching where everyone else is searching. Like you got to be looking in different outlets. Um, shoot, what was the last one? Oh, a little thing that I've kind of like learned is that, like, if you're on if you're on any any platform that kind of sells with fees of any sort, so like let's say we're just on Depop, and you find a page and they have pretty good prices, and you're like, hey, do you do bundles? And they reply yes. You're like, okay, and then you like all the pictures that you that you kind of think that like you would enjoy buying. And they're like, oh, okay, I could do this price. And then you try and counter and see if you can get them down a little bit. And then once you kind of settle on a number, then you can say, hey, do you have Instagram? We could take this off platform, get the 10%. And then you kind of work it down even a little more. And you have to, don't just ask them for 10% off. Like, be like, hey, I can get you more money and I will save a little bit more money. So like meet them in the middle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Be like, yo, we'll ditch the 10%. You'll make 5% more. I'll spend 5% less. You know what I mean?
0: That makes sense. So, it's, uh, the yeah. thing you were saying, like, don't search the same thing that other people are searching for. That's kind of what Heat Broker does mm-hmm. if you follow his page. You know? Yeah, you know what
1: I mean? yeah. Cor- Corbin's great at <laughs> Yeah.
0: That's <actually laughs> just crazy. Like, because he just yeah. kind of paved his own lane. You know? He is the most... Mm-hmm the most odd tease that you've ever seen. Like he has like yeah. soda promos and then he's got like a cartoon and he's got like a Snickers shirt. Like yeah. it's just the weirdest promos that no one else would see, but he adds value to it. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, when when I say don't search for what everyone else is searching for, like it's more so like, like changing up your wording to everything. Like, instead of putting like Austin powers put like British spy because like the majority of the people who you're looking to buy for, for the, for the low are the people who don't know what they have. So they're probably not going to be very familiar with like eBay and how it works. And they're not going to know, like, I should be typing like this exact listing. Mm -hmm. They're going to just be like, for all, you know, they could just be putting up, like, they could just like put like my old shirts and then throw it on eBay (laughs) <laughs> and then it could just be a bundle that's titled mild shirts.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or like vintage shirt. They, they Or they spell something wrong. They spell Michael Jordan wrong. They just put Mike Jordan.
1: Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Like, or just like bulls shirt. You type in bulls shirt. Like, yeah, people are going to be buying bulls shirts. But the people who type in bulls shirts looking for a bulls shirt probably aren't looking for like a very expensive Michael Jordan shirt. So. Mm-hmm.
0: I know I went off went off tangent there, but I wanted to ask you what's your best bins find and your best racks find?
1: Ooh. Best like bin. like
0: have you ever found a bin where there's like a stack of t shirts that you're just like, holy shit, there's like twenty banties or so things in here.
1: I I don't I can't remember the last time I like hit heavy out of bins just because I haven't been there in a while. Um course like I was like pulling like good stuff every once in a while but like two of my more memorable days um art Flagstaff's pretty small uh I don't what like how big was the town that you pick in like what was the like population uh, there bro?
0: damn I could look it up but I thought it was like a 100,000 or more it's pretty it was big for Iowa man
1: population let's check
0: 216,000
1: okay yeah so Flagstaff where I live when When the college is in session, it's Mm 70000 And when the college is out of session, it's 50000 Yeah. So so our our town's really small. So at a given bins, I could be the only person looking for what I'm looking for. Like everyone else could just be looking for just like random shirts, but I could be the only vintage reseller in Mm there. But so one day I was just getting kind of frustrated. Like I'd been there for two rotations. There was nothing. I was just about to leave and then this guy tony who works there he he always tries to like show me stuff like he's like hey you like this you like this and i'm like oh, just oh, one that's of those not what nice i'm nice yeah yeah he he's super nice well. and I put up... He was like hey what do you think about this it's a pig on a motorcycle and i turn around and he's got a hog 3d emblem <laughs> i was like no shit. <laughs> and then I go over there and it's just like a bunch of like really solid, like Harleys with good graphics and stuff. And that ended up being one of the better days. Um, on my birthday, I went at like 8am just before I was going to like go do stuff with like my girlfriend and my family. Um, and I found a, uh, the Tupac cronies tea. So mm. that was cool. Um, found a lot of cash. One time I was at the bins and there was this old lady just picking and uh, she picked up a Western jacket and in the pocket was
0: $1,500.
1: I know. I was like, you're kidding, right? Like the most I've ever found, I think was 20 bucks, which is still good. A
0: dollar, dude. I just found $1 yeah. dollar bill. That's it. Yeah.
1: Um, other than that. What about like garage sales? sales?
0: What about like garage sales or estate sales? Because I've Ooh. had some crazy shit there.
1: So estate sales, few and far in between. Um, there's not many up here. Garage sales, um, hit or miss. Haven't really found anything super crazy. I found like a Burberry coat one time, which was cool. Um, not much on the garage sale department. Um, it gets pretty cold here as, as it does in Iowa, so like right now, it's like obviously zero garage sales probably until like March. I would How cold say. Is it? Um, yesterday we got a few inches of snow. I would say outside. Right now, probably like thirty. Oh, not dude. like not like crazy, but we're definitely the coldest in Arizona. Like when people think Arizona, they just yeah, think yeah. it's like it's warm everywhere. I'm like, no, it's not.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. My I would say my best garage sale fine. Uh it's one of my first garage sales of last year, I think it was. Just mm-hmm. like this local little mom. She barely had anything in the garage. It was like one of those you drive by, kind of look, and you're like, I don't think I should stop here because there's like nothing yeah. here. She had, like, two shirts, and one of them was the Grateful Dead all over print. Uh, it was, like, the Gardener. I can't remember exactly what year it was. Okay. But it was, like, uh, for the, so the first thing I found there was a Patagonia jacket. It was, like, a modern one. Mm-hmm. I was, like, how much do you want for this? She's, like, 20 bucks. I'm, like, fuck that. Anybody paying that? <laughs> one of these places. And huh? <laughs> I find the Grateful Dead. I'm, like, how much do you want for this? She goes, two bucks. I'm, You're like, right you got it all wrong but sold baby you know, that was, that was <laughs> you're good. like
1: well you do both for 20 <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and then the other one was uh when i got 700 hats at one dude the state sale that mm-hmm. was gnarly yeah.
1: yeah we've had a couple times uh these are kind of the ones that i enjoy doing more so um just because of like the just like the aspect of what you're doing but uh uh finding like uh abandoned places like, in like searching through them for clothes. Like, have you ever heard of smokestack vintage? Nope. Yeah. Like how they, they searched through like abandoned barns and stuff for old denim. But like when we were just getting into this, me and my buddy were looking for clothes in any way possible. And I saw this guy was selling this broken down, like eighties RV. And I was like, I was like, Hey, like, I, I don't want the RV, but could I look through it for t-shirts? Like, did they used to live in it? he was like, yeah, they used to live in here. And like, so I went inside and I found like a couple t-shirts, nothing crazy. But then after that, I like get out of the RV and I'm like, Hey man, like we only found two t-shirts. Um, you know, if there's anywhere else that like they potentially like kept stuff and he was like, Oh yeah, the shed in the back. He was like, and then, so the shit was like falling apart. Like the roof was like falling in. We literally just, we just, he was like, I'm going to trash it. So you guys can just, whatever you don't want, just throw outside. (laughs) So we were kind of like doing some work for him, but we tore off the metal door because it wasn't sliding open Mm -hmm. and then but then there was like a lot of like old trucker hats like they must have just like loved trucker hats so we found like some cool stuff like like porsche marlboro uh there was like one that was like karate kid um there was just like a ton of cool trucker hats so like that kind of find was really cool just like digging through like old abandoned stuff and then my my new roommate um the other day his uh he let me go through his grandparents shed and uh i told him i was like i was like hey like if i find anything that's worth selling i'll like split it with you 50 50 since like you're like letting me dig through here and like i'm doing kind of the legwork to like sell it Mm -hmm. and in there he had this uh i wish i had a picture of it but uh you know like how like an electric blanket has like the like little metal coils through it yep i found a uh it was like a jumpsuit with like the metal coils through it like you would like it was like something you wore i was like i was like what yeah like a heated blanket suit and i was kind of confused i was like this thing looks like a death trap like all like the outlets where you plug them in were wood and i'm like nope i would never get inside Mm -hmm. this but after doing some more research and i like kind of like read the tag a little more closely it said on it it said uh general electric um pilots comma suit i was like what and i found out it was uh, it's a heated suit for World War II pilots. Damn. For when they would go up at high altitude because it gets so cold. General Electric designed these suits for them to wear so that they would stay warm. And I sold it on a Militaria site the other day for 450. The other day. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's called a. It's called a. If you guys want to look it up, it's called a F1 Blue Bunny, uh, fighter pilot suit.
0: <laughs> That's wicked, dude. Yeah, more oh, two stuffs cool. I wish I would find more military stuff. Yeah, you know,
1: i I rarely found anything military at at the bins. Like I found like a 1950 like trench coat one time. I I still have it. Like it's just something that's kind of sitting. It's just like I need to start up an eBay. I only have like D pop our website right now. I need to get on eBay because I feel like that's the place to sell stuff that I don't want. Like necessarily care to post on my Instagram. I guess so. Hit up Mercari too, dude. Mercari is great. Yeah. I love it. Ooh. I got a Definitely I got a one. steal on a Mercari um when I just started sniping. Like, of course, I was like, I was just searching like absolute like grails, just hoping for mm-hmm. the best. And I searched uh, Dennis Rodman Nike. And some dude had like a double XL one and it was missing part of the print on the hair. Like it was blank. Like the screen mm-hmm. print didn't go through. And so the middle of the cat of the tag was cut in half, which meant, I guess uh, Nike never wanted it to go out for production. Like it wasn't supposed to leave the factory. Mm-hmm. So it was like a factory mess up Dennis Rodman, double XL with the big face. And uh, I like the dude wanted like two fifty for it. So I should have bought it immediately. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Hey man, would you be able to work with me because of the price or because of like the defect on the hair? He was like, yeah, I could, I could probably tag off like 25, 30 bucks. And then, uh, I was like, I did the same thing where I'm like, yo, like, let's, let's miss the fees. Let's take this off platform. I'll hit you with PayPal. But like Mercari is the type where if you try and go outside of the platform, they start deleting your messages. Yeah. So we crazy. had, to, I was like trying to talk to him in code, like putting spaces between every letter and like, mm-hmm. but eventually we got the deal done. And I got it for like 200 and sold it like on the virtual flea for like. Four twenty or something. Four twenty-five.
0: You a, a picture of it on your page.
1: Yeah, probably a while back. Let's go um,
0: and check it out.
1: It would be like probably close to March. Oh, so I've had a I've had ago. a few Dennis Rodman big faces, but this one is one that I wish I had never sold.
0: <laughs> just something I always have. Just it's a, oh, I found it. Yeah, June first.
1: Yeah, the June first. Yeah, you can see like the tags cut in half on the front, and then he's missing part of his hair on the back.
0: That's kind of gnarly, dude.
1: Yeah. That's one I wish I could get back. Have you almost seen that almost... trend where people are going back and they're like they're like going through their old stock and like reposting it to their story saying what they sold it for?
0: Uh-uh. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen uh some people say like 10 bucks or like 50 yeah, bucks. Like,
1: I, I like scrolled through my page the other day and it was like getting me upset. <laughs> Just like some of the stuff that I like sold for way too cheap.
0: Like well, my, time my buddy,
1: yeah, my buddy Cody. Um, you know, the Disney World all over print where it has like the castle and like the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they'll go for like what, like a G now, like a thousand probably. I think that's probably what I've seen him going for. Yeah, and he, he sold, take your lumps and you like move on, you know, you learn from it. Mm-hmm. Keep going.
0: So shit happens. So uh, we're about probably like a little over 30 minutes in. So if there's any last things you want to say, shout Ooh. out whatever you want to say or just say whatever.
1: Um, Shoot. Uh, go follow us on Instagram, singlestitch.az. Um, mention the podcast and I'll give you a discount, uh, free shipping or 10% off or whatever you have you. Um, we'll be down in Avondale, Arizona, January 3rd for – the ivory house pop-up and shop event that's uh 11 to 7 p.m so we'll be pulling up with some good pieces there um shout out our boys uh ivory house go give them a follow too they're always kind of like helping us like talk through things they got an established business like brick and mortar and that's kind of like a goal of ours is to get to that level one day and just to be able to talk through it with another person who actually has that business already founded and they understand the game um and they're they're really young too so like they're easy to relate to. They have like same demographics and stuff. So shout out to them. They're always helping us out. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man.